Hey everybody, Marco Casanova here, and thanks for tuning in to Desert Streaming. So what is Desert Stream Ministries? Well, Desert Stream Ministries is based on Jesus' mercy and the dignity of men and women made in God's image. And we equip Christians to gather in pursuit of radical wholeness. Thanks for tuning in to Desert Streaming. I hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Desert Streaming. And I am here with Amber Wheeler. Hola. <laughs> Amber Wheeler is assistant to the executive and assistant directors. That's Marco and Abby for anyone who questioned. <laughs> yes. So it's great to have you on, Amber. Thank you for having me yes. in our back room. So beautiful back We're here. We're here yeah. right now in this back room. <laughs> it doesn't sound that good. sounds so questionable. <laughs> back room, back room of the office, friends. There's yes, a lovely little kitchen here. There's doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> yes. We're here in the back room. <laughs> No, so today we're going to talk about um, I, how how deep do you allow the Lord to go? Right. We we're talking about this in the office today, and I thought, Amber, we need to do a podcast on this of how how deep do we allow Jesus to go in our own stories? Yeah. Right. Is yeah. that kind of what you were thinking? Yeah. I mean, I think that we we kind of have this idea of Jesus going deep, but it's like the receptivity of me actually mm. letting Jesus go there versus like, oh yeah, come walk with me, Lord, can kind of be um, a bit of a dissonance. Yeah. And for a long time, I thought in my story that I was letting the Lord go deep, but then actually realizing like, oh, I'm like kind of a tiny bit open versus the magnitude of openness that the Lord wants to go. Like he desires to go there, but like the good father that he is, mm. is only going to go as, as deep as we let him. Right. Yeah. So Comiskey, Andrew Comiskey will also, uh, often say like, how deep is the cross mm -hmm. in you? Is that kind of like what you were getting at? Like how deep does the cross go? Because it actually necessitates our yes. Like Jesus yeah. will only go as deep as we allow him. Right. You know? And, I think people, <laughs> I kind of um, thinking of uh, we're do, we're doing the Living Waters group at a local Catholic parish. Amber's helping us. Mm -hmm. um, Amber's not a Catholic; she's uh, evangelical. Catholic? No, she's evangelical. <laughs> I love Jesus, and I don't attend a Catholic parish. Does that help? <laughs> oh my goodness! I don't have my definitions in order today. <laughs> no, it's but okay. I'll help you out. I'll help you out with my own. <laughs> I'll help you out with defining who I am. <laughs> no, but there's oh, a Lord help us. there's a there's a few people who um are they're, they're very new to like sort of charismatic prayer, right? Mm. Which I'm not saying like Desert Stream is is mildly charismatic. It's not like we're crazy charismatic. Um, I shouldn't say. I that. think that's a good thing. <laughs> I'm a Catholic. I don't know. Any <laughs> I'm just kidding. Suddenly the whole conversation moves. <laughs> no, but somebody was saying that just mere opening of their hands, yeah. right? It's like, I am so open, right? Like they feel like when you're not used to inviting the Lord in, and of course that's just emblematic of inviting the Lord in. Obviously, if you hold your hands out for worship, it's not like a make it or break it thing, but it's just... Or, a, or thus, my heart is open to you because my hands are. Exactly. Yeah. Right. No, but it's just kind of a window in people saying like, I don't really, one, know how to invite the Lord in yeah. deeply. 
-hmm. I need help to invite Mm -hmm. him in. Mm -hmm. I think that's part of it. And two, I don't even know if I've gone that deep. Yeah. Right? So I don't even know where we're going. Does that make sense? Well, or I think for my case, so like coming from a history of sexual abuse, Mm -hmm. um, I had many walls that had been built up without my knowledge. Mm. Um, And I would say I wasn't trying to defend myself in all these places, but because I had been hurt, because I had been scarred, because I felt unsafe, like I kind of like created these places where it was like even friendships, like, okay, cool, I trust you this much, Mm. but nah, you too close. Like we're going to need to back that up or just like, you know, kind of not talk at this level or um, those defensive walls of angerness kind of came out. Mm. Angerness, anger. I make up my own words, too. Um, Angerness, folks. Jesus, help us all understand what Amber is saying. Um, But anyways, um, so, yeah, I would, like, kind of create these defensive walls not being aware that I was doing that. And what can happen is that we're doing that with the Lord as well. And I would say... From my perspective, like I had these great friendships, like sure, every now and then I would kind of go haywire. Um, looking back, didn't really feel that probably mm. in the moment. Um, but yeah, I, I felt like I had these strong friendships, but the reality was they didn't know the fullness of what I was going through. Mm-hmm. And I didn't actually know even how to communicate the fullness of what I was feeling because I had never talked about it. Right. Um, And I think that can be the same with the Lord, too, the way that we defend against the places that he wants to love us or he wants to show us some of those wounds and for him to come into those deep places of our hearts. And so, like, not like I feel like we kind of live in this place of shame with that once Mm -hmm. we realize that. Um, but really not living in that place of shame, but just knowing like this has been the place that has protected me. But actually, Jesus wants to be that defense. Wow, yeah. As you say that, I, I think of just my own story of coming to grips with my need for Jesus in my in my sexuality. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the Lord was inviting me into relationship with other people, yeah. into a community of other people, so as to give my, my brokenness, my wounds, language. Because mm-hmm. I didn't have language. And it's like the Lord... Yes, the Lord will give us, download us, download stuff into our yeah. spirits one-on-one with him. But also he wants us to engage with the broken members of right. his body. Yeah. And through that engagement, it gives us language to put to our brokenness, to our wounds, mm-hmm. thereby allowing him free reign, deeper reign in those places. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. And I think like that's the beauty of... Uh, I heard someone, and I can't like really think back to exactly who it was, but kind of um, just bringing sight to the cross and how mm. it's vertical and it's horizontal. Mm. And we, um, especially as wounded Christians so much, it's like, okay, cool. I'm cool with the vertical of like me and Jesus. Like we were tight. I got like the father, you know, mm-hmm. um, or I'm good with the horizontal, like, I don't really feel safe with the Lord or I'm not really sure about the things that he's asking me or, you know, um, I hear this a lot, like the God of the old Testament, he's the God of the old Testament or I'm sorry, the new Testament. And in the old Testament, he was killing all these people. So I'm not really sure about all that. Right. (laughs) Right. You know? Um, but I'm cool with the people. Like Mm, I could hang out in the community all the time, but the reality that it's both vertical and it's horizontal Mm. and the Lord, I think honestly, Um, in the church and in himself 
uh, has created such a beautiful thing, like for the fullness of our healing. Right. And I can't do it without, as I was saying, without being known, like people actually have to know what I'm going through. Yeah. Like I actually need the support of these people surrounding me. Um, and the fight that they have like for me, um, spiritually, emotionally, um, even physically, like Mm. that was a big thing for me. And honestly, like even knowing the physicalness of my body, right? Mm. Like this is what desert stream does a lot is, um, our sexuality and like really honoring the Lord in chastity and sexuality in our physical body, like all of it kind of being integrated together. Right. 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 And I think for me who had these hits against my physical, then it was like, like that needs to be redeemed and that can only be redeemed in the community with people in other bodies. Wow. You know? Yeah. Um, but also in that, that it's like, I have to have this receptivity to the Lord, like when he asked me to go deep with those people, or he asked me to go to a wound or a memory that's like really painful for me and Mm -hmm. I don't want to go, or it strikes that place of fear, you know, like that, that deep seated fear or, um, that deep seated security Mm and the places that I've really been finding, um, rest in insecure places that he wants Mm. to make secure in the foundation of him. Mm -hmm. But like, I can't do that if my heart is not open to him and I say, okay, Lord, we can go here, but we can't go here. Right. And again, the Lord is so gentle. It's not like day one, he's like, great, let's go after that fear. (laughs) And I'm like, ah, you know, like that's not the Lord's style. Mm. Like he's so gracious. And um, I love just as, even as you were talking about your friend with hands open, right? Mm. Um, that doesn't necessarily always mean that my heart is open, Mm. but for someone that really can be like that, this is like a step of faith, Lord, that I put my hands here. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I'm really risky as though I were dancing all around this room Mm -hmm. and I'm just opening my hands to be open to you, Lord, of whatever this means. Yeah. And I think that's really like, that's the places that we begin with the Lord And then he takes that yes, and he honors that yes, he encourages that yes in that personal time with him, but then also in that vertical of the church being able to stand with us, like even in the awkwardness of like, oh, I saw your hands raised, you know? (laughs) And it's like, oh gosh, Lord, I just thought that was you. Like why, I don't understand, you know? But it's like, there's that encouragement that like, okay, you were open to the Lord, like I can be open in that place. And then maybe that means the next time, my hands are a little further out, right, you right, know, right. or maybe that means I'm speaking about what's happened right. for the first time, or I'm confessing maybe not to a group of people, but I've never said this out loud to anyone before. Mm-hmm. And you seem like a safe person that I can say this out loud to you. Right. And the Lord can meet me with another person in prayer or in encouragement, or just to say like, wow, that's a big deal that mm, you were mm. willing to, to let that out. Like, thank you. Yeah. I honor that you did that, you know? Yeah. I think it's even giving a little, a, li- a little license, a little permission for people to go to trusted members of Christ's mm-hmm. body and to mm-hmm. say, Hey, I'm really not open in areas I know to, I know I need to be open yeah. in, but I don't even know how to be open in. So mm-hmm. would you pray with me that yeah. I can be open? 
Last night at Living Waters, we had chapter two, becoming responsive to the Father's love in the mm-hmm. Living Waters guidebook. Mm-hmm. And I had this cool image, I really did, this, this profound image of um, Mary, mother, mother of Jesus, mother of God, and she was um, kind of holding people's arms up, mm. like helping people to be open. Yeah. And I really think, yes, of course, the mother of God helps us do that. She's always open to us um, asking for her help. But it's also asking everything we say about her, we can say about any other Christian. It's about asking, like, can you help me? Can you help me be open before yeah. this Jesus? Yeah. Right. Who wants to go to the deepest parts of myself? Mm-hmm. But I don't know how to let him in. But will you let me, will you help me let him in? Yeah. You know, I think that is a beautiful starting point for people who mm-hmm. it's like, I don't even know where to start. Start with that. Lord, I don't know how you're going to do this. I don't know how you're going to come into those places. I don't know how you're going to save me in my really broken story. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to stand with fellow members who are going to agree that we collectively trust you to do mm-hmm. a great work. Yeah. And I think that's the thing too, like, I obviously like internationally, like this could go anywhere, but I think especially here in America too, it's like, we want the five-step plan. Like, give me the five-step plan to be like making a million dollars. Give me the five-step plan to get out of debt. Give me the five-step plan, you know, whatever the case could be. And Mm -hmm. it's like in our healing, that's what we're looking for. Give me the five-step plan. And then at the end of 20 weeks, I'm going to be healed. Right. right. You know, like, it's like, okay, well, slow your roll. Like, come back here a minute. (laughs) Um... But the reality that it is that space of us just being open. Like, I remember um, the very first steps of it. Like, I kind of was in this um, angry uh, interaction with a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. And one of my friends, like, bless her sweetheart. (laughs) The Lord kind of told her, like, she's overreacting. And this is from something totally different. So this sweet friend had to like come approach me about that. And let me just tell you in my defense of Wells Marco and everyone listening to this podcast, like I, I did not take that well cause mm. I was defensive, mm. you know? Um, but in very like gracious encouragement kind of said, like, it seems like there's something deeper here. Like, can we wow. talk? Wow. And so in the midst of that talking, it was more of her praying before we had the conversation of us talking And just kind of said, like, hey, I haven't heard, like, I know you have this abuse story, but I haven't heard a whole lot about that and how that affected you. And so we had that conversation. It was very uncomfortable. There was a lot of crying going on. There was a lot of defensive. There was a lot of anger. There was, you know, pretty much every feeling under the sun. I think that the Lord has given us, I like went through. (laughs) Wow. Um, And this friend very graciously sat through all of it. And she asked the questions for the things I didn't know how to communicate. Whoa. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of being one people who are led by the Lord, like by his spirit, um, because she helped me vocalize what I couldn't. And then also the reality of someone to sit with us in our story. Mm. And then at the midst, in the end of that, she was very aware. I don't know how to help you. (laughs) And so um, that was the moment that I kind of like started searching for counseling. Wow. Wow. And then in the midst of that, not really knowing what to do. But again, in that place of being open, like, okay, Lord, you're right. There is something here. I can kind of tell 
like I I'm being defensive here I can kind of tell some of the things that she's saying is accurate and now like out of this conversation all these things have kind of come up and I don't know what to do with all of them and yeah. I feel like I can't kind of function in life anymore wow. the way that I'm going about it and so I didn't really know what it was to look for a counselor because I'd mm. never done that mm-hmm. um, and so then in the midst of um, looking for a counselor began asking the Lord again that openness to him like Lord how do I do this and so he began giving me questions to ask things that I wanted in someone that I would be talking to about these things um, and long story short after a lot of conversations with a lot of counselors it was like this one counselor had what I was looking for mm. two hours away from where I was but had what I needed Wow. Um, she knew Jesus she was filled with the spirit um, she prayed like within our meetings, like all those sorts of things. And it was like, you know, again, we don't always know, like, this is the next step, but the Lord directs as we have that place of being open and saying, okay, Lord, you can come here. Mm. You can do this here. He leads us to those people. Yeah. He leads us to those groups like living waters in the time period that we need them. Um, he leads us to those relationships, those churches, like that will lead us deeply and more so to himself wow well amber i will say like your story is is profound in its in its brokenness but also in its restoration Mm. you know i'm really grateful for you and your witness to Mm. to christ's power and his church and what i think you're saying what i'm hearing is number one you have to have really good friends. Like this friend of yours that challenged you, that you mm-hmm. felt safe enough to actually get angry at. Yeah. <laughs> and and she was confident. Honor to her. Honor. <laughs> honor. The Lord has... Bless me. Bless Lord her today, bless Jesus. You. <laughs> no, but this this trusted friend that you, you, you had confidence mm-hmm. in, that you felt safe around, mm-hmm. was mature enough yeah. to engage with you in a, in a difficult space. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us don't have good friends to do that with, you know? It's like, well, no, no one ever challenges me, you know? Mm. I, I, when, I, when I hear you say that, it's like, find good friends. Lord, find us good friends. Well, and honestly, the point of that, that like many times when we feel that challenge too, we see it as a bad thing. Mm. But honestly, that can be the place that like cracks something open for us really to grow right. in that place. If we take it to the Lord and are willing to do that versus just live in the offense. Yeah. Which like, had kind of been my thing before, sure, you know, sure. like defend, defend, defend. Right, right. But it's like this moment that the Lord really said, okay, but she's making some good points here. Yeah, yeah. And she she's she was leading you in yeah. a way. And then, of course, that that opened you up to the therapeutic. Like, yeah. I, need, I need a good therapist as mm-hmm. a good soundboard, somebody mm-hmm. who loves Jesus, who who prays. I love that. Like I need someone who's spirit filled Mm -hmm. to lead me. It's, it's always, um, I I find this in in many people's stories who, who in their own brokenness, trying to navigate with the Lord, the Lord always brings his friends. Yeah. You know, it's never, Oh, just me and you, Amber. It's no, I'm going to bring my friends into your redemption. Yeah. I'm going to put my friends in, into your path to lead you closer to me. Well, and that's what I think is so beautiful with the story of our redemption because so much of it is like wounding that's happened by others. Mm. And so then we don't want to engage with others because others hurt me. 
like whether we recognize that at the time or not, like many times that's what's going on. Like yeah. I don't want to engage because you've hurt me and I don't want to get hurt again. Mm. Again, those walls of defense, right? Yeah. But uh, we don't always see Jesus that way. Or it can be the opposite again, vertical, horizontal, right. where it's like God has offended me. I don't want to go to him, but mm. I'll go to these other people that kind of think the same way I do. Yeah. But the reality is like, in my wounding from people, I need help in that redemption from people as well. Wow. You know, like yeah. it kind of brings this fuller, um, fuller place of the body of Christ. Like what is that in First um, Corinthians where it's talking about everyone having a part? Right. Like even those of us who are less honorable than others, <laughs> you know, like we have a part because he uses us. Mm. Well, I would, I would change that, actually. I used to think that. Um, but in a place where I have felt used before, it's actually Jesus inviting us into his story mm. and into his plan. Wow. And being able to be that for someone else in the way that they've been that for us and what the Lord's done in us. Wow, Amber, I, I love that. We're wounded. We're wounded in relationship, and we're, we're also restored through relationship. And, and the Lord sets it up, so... It's, it's, it's the whole enterprise. It's the way he's want, he wants to redeem us. I love that. Amber, just to kind of end, um, what would be your advice to somebody, let's say who has a background of sexual abuse and who has, who's, has yet to come into the light and who's listening to this and saying like, I don't even know where to start. I don't have friends that will help me. I, I, don't, I don't know if I have friends to feel safe enough to actually feel an honest emotion around Mm -hmm. what do I do my go-to is always ask the Lord Hmm. because I think um our thought process first is like let me go deal Hmm. but again it's let me be open you know and so it's really asking the Lord God can you help me I'm not there yet but I want to be Like, Lord, can you help me? And in that, even asking the Lord, who are the safe people? Mm. Because you may not have them now, but in that place where you say, Lord, I'm open, and you really are like opening yourself as much as you can. And that's what I love about the Lord is it's not like he's saying it has to be like a full inch, you Mm. know? He's just saying like, give me what you will, and I'll work with that. Yeah. And so like whatever level you can be open with the Lord to say, okay, God, here I am, help me. Yeah. And you'll be amazed that the Lord will either put someone in your path or he'll give you an instruction as to what to do. Hmm. Like call a bunch of counselors, ask them these questions. (laughs) Yeah. And then there'll be this confirmation. Like the Lord, it amazes me regularly. There's this confirmation in my spirit. That's it. Like when I called this counselor out of, I think, I probably talked to 20 people. The Lord said, she's it two hours away. Wow. And the Lord made a way like somehow she saw me somehow it worked with my job. Somehow (laughs) it all kind of worked. And I went to see this lady and it was like the process of the Lord opening this thing that I hadn't been able to talk about for over 20 years. So the Lord will provide, but it's that place of us saying, okay, Jesus come a little deeper even if it's like to the edge, <laughs> come a little deeper. 
Yeah, what I hear is is ask the Lord, trust that you have a listening ear for his voice and be obedient to him. Yeah. He'll lead you. How about you pray over us? Um, I want you to pray over us, Amber, and, on, and, our, and our listeners, and just um, in the spirit, if you're okay with this, just in the spirit of being open to, mm-hmm. to the Father who initiates towards us, mm-hmm. who wants to go deeper into our stories, um, just for us to be open, always receptive to him. Would, yeah. you, would you do that for us? Yeah, yeah so Lord, I... Um, I just recognize at this moment, Lord, that there were a lot of points that this podcast specifically could have been turned off. But Lord, I thank you that even hearers listening to this to the very end is a sign, Lord, that you're with them. Lord, that you're for us. God, that you actually want to come deeper and closer. I just think about that scripture that says, Jesus, you are close to the brokenhearted. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, that you suffered, you know what it is. And some of that suffering for some of us may look different than it is to others. But Jesus, you, you really can be in that place and understanding of all of our thoughts, our emotions, our wounds, our pain. Jesus, you know it. You walked it. You felt it. And so, um, Lord, I just pray your presence near Mm -hmm. today for these ones listening. No matter what day it may be, Lord, I thank you that your timing is always perfect. And I pray, Jesus, even as they turn this off, Lord, that it's not going to the next thing, but Lord, it's sitting in that place with you. Okay, God, what does that look like for me? Mm -hmm. Lord, how do I let you in a little deeper? I want to be open, even in that place where we don't feel open. God, I want to be open. Help me. Help me be open to you. Show me what it looks like. And Father, I thank you, God, that you desire that more than we even do. (laughs) Lord, you understand what it is. You see what it is. God, you see each one of these listeners. And Father, I pray as you speak, Lord, that no other thing would be able to distract from your voice and the confirmation in their spirit to know it's you. I pray for the help, the obedient, or I'm sorry, the boldness, to be obedient, God, to you in really uncomfortable spaces because, God, I know it's for each of our good. Father, I thank you that you actually honor every single one of these listeners. Lord, you love each one of them, and I pray, God, a nearness of knowing it today, even in a glimpse. Even in a glimpse, Lord. Thank you, Amber. As you were praying, I had this image. Um, St. Alphonsus Liguori, great Italian saint, said that a drop of blood of Jesus would have saved the world. But he went the distance of Calvary 
and uh, a trickle when you said a trickle I thought wow mm. even if it's a drop of his precious blood into this space um, it can wow. make it can make all the difference so Lord release your flood of blood and water over us and yes, God. make us open and if any of you who are listening um, want to reach out to us please do desertstream.org we're always open and willing to um, connect you to a living waters group or just even talk with you more about mm-hmm. our ministry Thanks for listening. Until next time, God bless you.